hello everybody. Uh, my name is Dave, and I am going to be the new DM to this adventure that we are going to be calling that one adventures because I have somebody new that is playing with me being a new DM and somebody that is an experienced player in his own regard and yeah that is what we're going to be doing um I apologize for any sound quality issues because we are just starting out and it is what it is so um yeah, I'm going to introduce you to the two members that I have playing with me today. The first um, is, uh, well, go ahead and introduce yourself, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I am Ryan. I don't really know what other information I need to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you what, what's what's your what's your character name? What's your character going to be? You know, something like that. That would work. Uh, my character is Gears. Uh, he is a warforged uh, kind of little bit of a uh, you know awesome guy. Um, he is uh, two levels in Paladin, one level Warlock. Nice. Okay. Cool. Uh, Rook, uh, tell us a little bit about your character. Well, uh, I'm Rook, as he just said, uh, and I'm playing Morden Drew, a a uh, monk who uh, has a bit of a uh, surprise in store. So that'll be fun. Yes. Yeah, mine mine doesn't have any surprises. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't believe you. Not not at all. <laughs> It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun because listening to the two of you and you both telling me what you wanted and both going through the character creation, it was great. Um, for those listening, we <laughs> used 5th edition character creator. I know a lot of people use D&D Beyond. 5th edition character creator gave us the option of being able to do more and it only it costs us way less and or it was free. So that is the avenue we took because a lot of us are uh, – on the verge of being broke ass bitches. Um, yeah. Hi. <laughs> and Hi, this message is sponsored by uh, broke ass bitches. Yes. Yes. Hashtag we need money, please help. Um and hashtag you must not yes. And um it was it was very interesting to, to go over with this because um Ryan had a bunch of questions because, you know, he's told me that uh, he listened to a lot of, you know, critical roles, stuff like that, that most of us have, and or oh, different yeah. podcasts. Um, and I know that Rook himself uh, has a gigantic world that he has created and is still trying to flush out um, to make into a handbook, hopefully someday, which I would love to be able to record as a podcast when we can get that finalized. Um, in the meantime, we're gonna, we're gonna mess around on here because this is where they can drive me insane and, um, yeah. Uh, so... You're goddamn right. <laughs> some of the house rules that, uh, we are going to be utilizing is, um, first off, uh, a lot of people have their own way of rolling initiative. Uh, the way we are going to be rolling initiatives is we are going to be using a D8 and you will be adding your initiative modifier. That way we don't have to go, has anybody got above 20? Has anybody got above 15? It's going to be a whole lot simpler for me to know. If you roll an 8, 
I'm classifying that as you rolled a natural 20, and if your initiative beats even somebody else that has a lower than that, you will still go first, because you rolled a natural 8 plus your, um, plus your modifier. Um, critical damage. Critical damage is another big thing. Um, some people just double the dice. Um, my favorite house rule is um, you max the damage, and then you roll those dice again. So if you are a barbarian, for instance, and you crit, and you do 2d12s, which is going, we're automatically going to call that 24, you would roll two more d12s and add your strength modifier onto that to make it the total damage. Because when you hit that critical hit, you want it to be like, mm, yes, I destroyed this monster. Um, to piggyback off of that, um, a little bit of the old school, which is having to confirm your criticals. Um, my variation of a house roll is, is when you roll and you crit, I would like you to roll your d20 again and add your, uh, what was it? What did I have? Um, your attack modifier. Uh, and tell me what you get. Depending on what you get will depend entirely on if you insta-kill somebody, you destroy their shield, or you cleave through their armor and or their chest, giving them a big gaping wound and causing, like, a bleeding effect. So, mm, tasty. yes, we will see how that plays out in combat in the future. Um, but those are some of the house rules that I have. Um, as always... We're going to hopefully make this as fun for you guys as it is for us. This is a learning experience for me. This is a learning experience for them. And we're creating a world, or we're trying to. Um, so I hope that you have fun listening. Um, and that's really all I got. Does anybody have anything else they wanted to plug and or um, say before we try to get started? <laughs> Cricket chirping. <laughs> Cricket chirping. Awesome. Okay, cool. <coughs> um. Yes, now that that's all over with. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> um, we will go ahead and uh, we will delve right in. This in other words, we're going to be diving headfirst into this clusterfuck. Let's go. Yes! And this is where All I right. hope to edit and to put in some music, and then we will bring it back. So I'm going to bring it back right about... Da, 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 da. Yes. Da, 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 da. Right about here. Um, okay, so um, you guys and or gentle beings are in this world that is known to a very unique and welcoming place, which is called the Orphanage of the Order of Perdita. Um, that would be, for you Latin lovers out there, meaning lost. Uh, it is run by priests and priestesses and clerics. Um, these, this place is welcoming for children that are unwanted, whether it's from that secret tryst between a king and a barmaiden, and there is a bastard that is out there that he doesn't want to know about. Um, small wars, because there hasn't really been that big of a war in the past s several hundred years. Um, 
unwilling or incapable parents, or there are homeless children out there that were raised on the streets and got brought in by somebody that knew of the Order of Perdita. Um, it is located in the southernmost continent of Persia, um, and is about a two-weeks journal from the capital. This capital is called Esterga, which is a matriarchal society, a.k.a. women rule and we men drool. Um, and the fun part of that is the current queen is a former sister of the Order of Perdita, fell in love with a prince, and is now ruling due to people dying, etc., etc., etc. There are close ties because of this with the capital, so you have much, much trade and good relations between them. Um, you were all summoned back home via message and or if you were still in the area because the mother um, the, the mother passed away. Um, this town is known as Blue Haven. Um, and it was founded around the same time that the orphanage came into being um, because it was a need brought to the attention of many of the holy orders of many different gods and whatnot. Um, as such, there are many different religious sects that can be found serving at this orphanage. Um, many of the children, if not all, uh, are brought here and are given a magical protective mark on their hand that keeps them safe and accounted for while living at the orphanage. This mark is unique as it is in the shape of a complex circle that has a sword, a bow, an axe, a scepter, and a shield, all intertwined to form a crest. Uh, once a child and or young adult leaves the orphanage to begin their path in life, the crest fades into a tattoo that is not removable. It will always be there. Um, these children are known as orphans and are known to be some of the most capable individuals in whatever they put their minds to. Uh, they are raised to adhere to one code. Once lost, always found. Um, these orphans will band together if one of them is in trouble because they are as close as blood and will not tolerate anyone harming another family member. So this goes to show that if you run across an orphan or you decide, I'm going to go and mess this guy, girl, being up, um, you better hope you have a competent army because there are more of them. They will find out. They will find you. Um... The reason you were brought back is Mother Brialia Rolrilil passed away at the ripe old age of 320. Um, and you were called back to respect, to pay your respects um, or to send word that you would not be able to attend and give your condolences. Um, the funeral will be within the next week to week and a half to give time for people to come back and get together and pay their respects. Um, those that do, uh, you will find out what is going to happen once you get there. So, um, let's see who we're going to start with. Actually, we will go ahead and start with uh, Ryan because um, you never left. Uh, you never left due to the fact that 
you are a Warforged, and you were raised right there in the orphanage since your time of existence. You do not know exactly how old you are, but you have been there for the past two decades, give or take, and are always always trying to learn more due to the fact of your personality. Um, you, uh, as we have gone over, were very close with, um, with Mother Brialia, which you referred to her just as Mother, in the term of you thought of her as your mother because you interacted with her more than most of the people that were there, um, not including the general staff. So... Um, you received word, uh, that she passed in her sleep peacefully, and, um, you are currently in the orphanage, and or currently wherever you'd like to be in the orphanage, you tell me where you would like to be, and, um, we will go from there to, uh, see where we can bring Rook into all this. So, Gears, what you doing? Uh, I am tending the guard. Awesome. Well, um, which which <laughs> which uh, which part of the garden? Um, Specifically, what are you trying to do in the garden? I am admiring the flowers that Mother had planted and tended for the majority of her life at the orphanage. So the huge, huge patch of a multitude of different species of flowers that just intertwined with this thing of beauty that nobody really knows how she made, but it is there and it glows and it's a very peaceful and relaxing spot that uh, you tend to go to a lot when you like to think and or be alone. Um, I have a cup of water mm -hmm. that I just kind of just dump a little water out here and there. Not, not really any purpose, but just dumping out water to, you know, kind of facilitate facilitate more growth. Awesome. Um, you are approached by the individual you known as Master B9, um, another um, Warforged uh, that is a very, very large uh, individual, uh, actually larger than you. Um, and, uh, he comes up and, um, gently waits until you are done watering and, um, gets your attention by clearing his throat. <clears> throat> um, oh, hello. Gears, um, as you know, the mother has passed away and we will be holding the funeral for her within the next week to ten day, and I was wondering if there was any possibility you could go and see if there were any other stragglers around town that you could bring so we can finish getting a headcount uh, before the ceremony here in ten day. Of course. Do you think Mother would enjoy flowers? I think that she would enjoy them very much. Okay. I'll bring some, too. Okay. And I turn around and walk away. Awesome. Um, 
where are you heading right now? Are you heading into town? Are you where 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 in this place are you going next? Um first I am going to return the cup to the kitchens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you go to the cup and you 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 place you, you, you hand the cup to one of the servant staff that looks at you with a smile because this is a normal thing that you randomly come and take a cup and go out and water and then cup and hand the cup very politely and she gives a little bow and she takes it. That's adorable. <laughs> That's it. It's and a normal say, thing. Thank you. And then I head out into the town. Uh, heading for the market. Awesome. Let's see here. What did I have for the market? Um, it was open. I apologize. Um, yeah, so uh, you're going to go to the market. It's more of this weird combination of a bazaar meets just a, like a street and say like the downtown city. You've got criers marketing their wares. Um, you've got hustle and bustle. Um, generally, they some of the people um, eyeball you uh, with either a half smile or a raised eyebrow because um, Warforged are not that common in this area. They know Master B9, uh, and they do know that there is at least a couple, uh, you being one of them, that is uh, taking up residence in the orphanage. Um, and you yourself do not go out that much, so you know people, but you don't know them. You know of them. So, um, I need my fun thing that I had with all of the fun, fun things. Here we go. We need to do this, because it was supposed to be... Uh... Okay, click on this. This, this. Thank you. Can, can you can you give me what I want, please? Um, what specifically are you looking for as you are going out and about? Just trying to make a perception of everybody. Um. So for me, I have two things I'm looking for. One, I'm just casually kind of looking for different like flower vendors. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason being is I don't want to pick flowers from Mother's Garden that she tended. So I want to find other flowers to bring to her, even though they probably will have wilted by the time that all of this goes down. But, you know. I understand. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> the second thing is I am looking for anyone that has the uh, mark or, or the tattoo on their hand okay. to inform them of Mother's passing. Awesome. Okay. Um, we will hop from there over to Rook, so that way it gives you both an option of being able to run across each other. Rook, where are you? You've gotten this summons. I do not know where you are coming from. Where are you coming from, sir? Uh, I'm going to say I'm headed, to, uh, because I've taken quite the journey, I'm headed toward a market of sorts, any uh, market that I can find, um, so that I can restock, get something to eat, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, well, uh, in that case, as you get there, you are a little familiar, but I'm assuming you've been gone for a little while. 
Yes. Uh, shall I describe what I look like now, or... Uh, well, I, w I will have you describe what you guys look like when you actually see each other. Um, Fair enough. Um, so, I'm going to try to pick up some, some something to eat first. Awesome. Um, roll me a perception check and or a history check, depending on if you're trying to go off of what you try to remember of what's going to be there for saying in, um, or you can roll the perception to look and see where you can find it in. The DC I'm putting on this uh, is pretty low. I'm going to put it at, at about a 10. Uh, what is the perception modifier again? Because I'm not that great with that. Okay, so, fun fact for everybody that is uh, wanting to use the 5th edition character creator, your uh, perception is going okay. to be under where you have the strength, wisdom, intelligence, and charisma. So you're going to swipe immediately to the right, you're going to look, and it's going to see perception. So you add that, plus a d20. So you roll a d20 and add that. Ah, I see it. Yeah. That is a 19. Okay. Then, yes, you most definitely. You look around, and um, you see Edrier's Roadhouse. Uh, this is this is a lovely little inn that has a vast assortment of either quick food or nice hearty meals, and has a general nice atmosphere where there are different things that go on. Um, depending on the week, you'll either have s special uh, guest bards that come in, or you will have um, arm wrestling, yada, yada, yada. This is the place to go. This is Edrier's Roadhouse. That is spelled E-D-R-I-R apostrophe S, Roadhouse. Edrier's. Edrier's. Mm. Um... As you walk in, um, you notice that uh, it's about midday when you both are out and about. So midday, this is right after breakfast, starting to, to lean more towards lunch. Um, and so it's not quite gotten busy yet. There are a few patrons, there are a few early morning drinkers that really like their, uh, their spiked coffees, if you know what I mean. And um, yeah, you can walk right up. And uh, if you'd like to take a seat at the bar, or you can take a seat at the table. There are many open. I, uh, I walk up to the bar, um, and I, I, I stare kind of at nothing for a second, just like through the bartender for a second, and then suddenly focus in on the bartender and say, uh, just, just some soup, thanks. I can get that for you, sir. Um, one, one, one second. Uh, he, he walks, he walks over, he comes back, he puts a big bowl of soup, um, a loaf of, a, a loaf of traveling bread right next to it, puts it right in front of you with a glass of water, and he goes, um, that'll be, uh, about, uh, five copper pieces, if you don't mind. Uh, do I have this on my person? Yes, you should all, um, I had, um, I had Gears roll for it. Um, I did not have you roll for it. You are going to take your class dice, and you're going to roll that 
per your level. So as a monk, it's a D8. So roll that three times and times that times 10. That will be the starting goal that you have. D8 three times. Correct. Well, uh, that's a eight. <laughs> uh, eight four one is... 13. 130 gold. 13. 130 gold. All right. Trying to find where gold is on this app. Gold is keep on swip swiping. So you're going to swipe there it is. over. There 130. Yep. So 10 coppers is a silver. 10 silvers is a gold. 10 gold is a platinum. For those of you that so know. I have 120, so I have 129 gold is what I'm hearing. You have 129 gold uh, and 9 silver. <laughs> what is it? 9 silver and... Five copper, because you just gave five copper. It depends entirely on what you want to give them. Exact, more, whatever you want to give them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him exact. Okay. He pockets that and leaves you to eating. Um. I uh, another weird thing. I don't sit to eat. I just stand there. That's fine. You just, <laughs> you just stand and eat. All right, that's fine. Um. Uh, and I'm eating. I'm eating oddly. Oddly quickly, like I haven't eaten in days. I probably have, but I, I'm eating like I haven't. <laughs> okay, all right. So you're eating like you're starved, and um, yeah. Um, like I'm not eating for flavor, I'm eating for sustenance. Awesome. All right, that's fine. Uh, Gears, um, roll me a perception check. As you're going out and about, you're looking around, you obviously would think to go and swing by Adriers. That's where most people tend to come in when they go into town. So roll me a perception, see how long it takes you to figure that out. That's a D20 plus my perception modifier. Correct. <laughs> First roll of the day. Uh, 13. 13. Okay. Um, doesn't take you too long. Uh, you start to go through the market and then get the, oh, maybe I should try Adrier's first. Um, and then you walk in. Um, as you walk in, you see, please describe your character, Mr. Mordron. Uh, average height, uh, human with, um, black hair, uh, a little bit of stubble. Uh, definitely looks in his late twenties. Um, dirty, scarred, and looks like he's just seen a ghost. But that looks like a normal look on him. Okay. Um, he's muttering slightly to himself, and what you can make out is like is stuff. I didn't want to know that. Stuff like that. <laughs> Do I uh, see any kind of markings on his hands? Um, give me another perception check. I mean, he's standing up and he's eating. I'm assuming, is it safe to assume that you are right-handed? Uh, I'm going to go with Ambi, but that's because it's learned, not because I'm born with it. Awesome. Um, generally, you're going to find a lot of the tattoos on the left hand, so... You will be. He will be. His left. His left side will be facing the door as he, as you have come in. Come. I can speak English. As you came in 
to Adrier's, the left-hand side of his body is going to be towards the door. Uh, Don't you know, no one speaks English, they just borrow 22. It. Most assertively, you lock right onto his hand and go, <laughs> that is a tattoo, that is an orphan. What would you like to do? I, uh, nervously approach. Um, um, hello, sir. What is your name? Please describe your character. It takes a second. <laughs> um, I am a not quite average height uh, warforged. I'm probably about, you know, 5'8". Um, pretty uh, stocky build. Um, I'm currently wearing uh, kind of like ceremonial robes. They're of a uh, Kind of a yellow tint, kind of a yellow um, tan tint with a, a brown collar on it and brown around the wrist as well. Um, in the center of the chest, you see a, a symbol that is uh, kind of like a, a woman figure with her arms outstretched. And either side of her, there are golden wings and the sun is shining behind her head. If you roll me a history check, Mordrin, I will tell you what that means. Alright, I'm trying to figure out what I need to do to roll that. DC on that is going to be... There it is, found it. D20 plus history modifier, I imagine. Correct. DC is going to be low again, that's going to be a 12. What'd you hit? You rolled an exact 12. I love it. Perfect. Um, In between scarfing down your food, you kind of look and you recognize, oh, okay, this is, this seems like a symbol of Sarenrae, correct? That is what you, that is what you decide on, yes. Sarenrae, which is the mother's preferred deity and looks like it is this being's um, deity as well. Hmm. It takes me a second to And I just go back to eating. You're going to have to say that again because you kind of went, so what did you? It takes me a second to respond to the prompt, and when I do respond, I just stare directly in his eyes and say, hmm. Warforged, and then I just go back to eating. I I stand there and uh, I'm a bit nervous, a bit confused. And I say, "Yes, I am Warforged, and you are human." She she's dead, isn't she? Yes, mother unfortunately has passed. We will be holding a funeral for her in ten days. Ten. I'm earlier than I thought. Those cars. They look painful. I couldn't focus on them. I'd turn around. 
and I walked to the bar. Okay. Um, at this time of day, um, you're going to you see a drear. A drear is a middle-aged human. Um, he's going to look up and uh, he's going to be like, uh, "Now, what, uh, what, what can I, what can I get for you, uh, sir or madam? I, I don't, I don't mean to presume." Uh, two beers, please. All right. Uh, two beers. Um, goes, grabs it. Uh, that will be um, two silver pieces. I hand over double. So you hand over four silver pieces. Yes, which gives me what six left Correct. out of the gold. Correct. Thank you. Pockets that slides two. Big mugs, kunk, right in front of you. Goes back to All right. polishing his stuff. I grab one in each hand and say, no, thank you. And I walk back towards And I, without saying anything, offer the beer. Um, as again, I, I turn and stare at the beer bottle. And then... Almost as if snapping into back to my senses or something. Oh, uh, thank you. And I take it and I start drinking. Beer, mug, flagon, whatever it is. <laughs> nice big old, big old jug. Just, uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, start. Uh, I don't quite knock it back that fast. I am sympathetic. <laughs> family is family. What is your name? As I stare at my glass of beer without partaking. Oh, I, uh, I never gave it, did I? Uh, Morden. Morden Drew. Nice to meet you, Morden. I am Gears. Gears. Hmm. How uh, is your food? Uh, when he says, when he says Gears, can you do me a favor, Rook? Can you please roll me a constitution save, please? Constitution save? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is it already... Is that already kicking Actually, in? Actually, no, not a constitution. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw that back. It's not a constitution. That is going to be a wisdom save. You're going to find that. Three over left. You'll see. Oh, fuck. It's kicking in. All right. That's a d20 <laughs> plus four in this case. Go for it. Uh-oh. Uh... That's an 11. Um, you feel a sharp pulse in the back of your brain. Um, almost the sound of... It feels like a hiss mixed with a gasp. And then it's gone. Not again. Are you okay? I don't know. Would you like more beer? And I offer my flagon. I am more forced. I do not drink. Yes, please. Whatever shuts him up. And I hand the, the beer over. I start drinking it notably faster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your What's your constitution looking like? I, I, want, I want to know. What's the modifier on it? It's a four. 
<laughs> okay, all right. Or so, con- Constitution? Yeah. No, Constitution's a two. <laughs> okay. Um, roll me a Constitution, because you just chugged one whole one, and then you're on the next one. This is not some Mamby Pamby beer, all right? So I need you to roll <laughs> a Constitution saving on this one to see how hard it hits you. Fairly, uh, that's an eight. <laughs> okay, all right. So you are you are you are distracted enough with this sudden pain and just the overall news of mother's death. Um, so you are feeling quite buzzed right now. That ought to shut you up, you gear grinding fuck. Not you. You feel, you you feel you feel a you're sense. You're far of nicer than he tends to be. You you're, you you are you are sufficiently dull to the point where what you were hearing sounds a lot like and gets quiet. <laughs> you should come with me. Mother would want you more presentable and cleaner than this. I'm not clean. Uh, okay. It takes blatant sniff of armpit. <laughs> How long has it been since I've bathed? Oh. I yes, am unsure, I think I'll but. Come with you. By the smell, at least a week. And I slowly lead him stumbling out of the tavern and heading for the orphanage. Less stumbling, more slow. Um, okay. he, he is he is from his trappings. Uh, you recognize him as somebody who um, dedicates himself to making his body his instrument. So it's less of, it's more like slower. He's taking more measured steps and his, he's looking a little slower and it's taking him a little bit longer to focus on things. Okay. So, okay. Um, if you're going to, you're going to head back to the orphanage and the, um, the huge, huge wing of over, 50 bedrooms that you can choose from? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. I'll take that one. That one right there. <laughs> that one right there. <laughs> Why? Why that one? Because I can! Um, okay. So you take him in, and um, would you like to ask some of the, uh, the, the servants uh, that are around uh, for anything to help with bath? Uh, are you, is a bath being brought in, or is he going to go use the communal bath, which is this huge, huge area that has a section off, almost like hot tub-ish. There's a sauna-esque area in the back, but it's like an Olympic-sized pool that is perpetually kept at just the right temperature, almost to the point of hot, but just heat-soaking awesomeness. Um, I'm going to have these servants draw a private bath. Okay. So, um... I missed that last bit. Uh, Discord decided <laughs> to flicker a little bit. 
Oh, the, la the last part was I asked if you were going to go to the communal baths, which was an Olympic-sized pool that was kept at just the right temperature with a sectioned-off area that has hot tubs and a sectioned-off area that is a sauna. And he said he was going to have you have your own private bath. So um, uh, a couple a couple of servants bring in this huge, um, this huge basin. Um, and they uh, proceed to um, mumble under their breath, and you watch as um, two of them extend their arm, and water appears out of nowhere and starts to fill up the tub. And then after that is filled, um, one more servant comes up and proceeds to concentrate, and you soon see steam coming from the water because it is hit just the right temperature um they give a they get they give a small nod and a bow and they excuse themselves yeah. uh i i suppose then i'll just disrobe and get in okay i'll i'll degub myself and get moist <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. We don't need to roleplay that. Um, so you uh, you get yourself all cleaned up. Hold on, I can make it worse. <laughs> yeah, I know you can make it worse. Where did this come from? No, um, I'm, um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna make it worse. I'm not gonna make it worse. I could. Um, I'm not. I want to say you take the up more. You, you go past the half hour mark and you actually start to fall asleep in the tub. And uh, gears, you come in and look for him, and you have no real sense of. This is privacy, and this is an individual that. Well, that's. You consider yourself male or masculine, yes, in as a warforged. Yeah. So this is more like, all right, you're going to the showers. He's in there. He's. You come in and you look, and he's passed out. He's clean, and he's literally just like half of his arm, half of his head is over the side, and he is fucking snoring. He is <laughs> out. It's only been a half hour. So it is. It is approaching. It is approaching late afternoon towards evening meal. So um, it's up to you. If you want to wake him up, or if you want to uh, sleep. Uh, it's it's that it's that kind of sleep. By the way, uh, it's that kind of sleep that you know you know when someone's just out cold, like they haven't slept days, <laughs> kind of out. Gotcha. Um. Just that. I allow him to sleep, um, and I actually go into. Uh, are they serving? Uh, like you said, it was late afternoon, like dinner time, correct? Yeah, they're they're in the process of just starting to make um, make dinner or supper, whatever you want to refer to it as. Um, so there is stuff that is ready. Uh, it has not been brought out or um, placed in the communal area where it's almost like a buffet area. If there's not a big dinner going on, then they usually have more of a, here's your soup, here's this, here's this, here's this, take what you want, and go. Um, because they're used, they're used to the younglings coming through, to the random, um, the, the random adventurer that's coming through that has, you know, that's come from there. So, yeah, they have a buffet line that are just starting to set up, so yes. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to go and grab a tray. Okay. And I'm going to start filling up with various foods, uh, whatever is currently prepared. Um, and I'm also going to uh, grab a flagon of water. Okay. It's flagon. <laughs> okay. Flagon of water. <laughs> um, and I'm going to uh, walk the tray back into where he is and set it down on a table next to the uh, tub. Okay. Um, at this instance, uh, we are going to, for those that are listening, we are going to introduce a DMPC. Um, I am introducing this because I would like the current party to have at least three people, um, just so that way there is... Um, overall, not just for combat reasons and whatnot, um, they get, they could get overwhelmed. I'd like them to have one more person. And so, um, as you are taking this, um, before you are leaving, there's actually somebody that is coming up behind you. Um, if you make a perception check, I will describe this individual to you. Uh, not me. I'm out cold. Not you. This is for years. <laughs> You are you are past TFO. What you got? Uh, let me find my modifier here. Gotta, I got to be a ten. You got a, a nine. <laughs> a nine. I got a nine. I see you have to be a ten. Like it's just basic ten. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'll, I'll give it to you anyways. Um, you notice... Sensors malfunctioning. <laughs> I'm sorry. I cannot comprehend this at this time. Thank you. Um, no. So, you see... From the corner of your your eye, you see this halfling uh, individual that is followed by a very unique uh, creature. Um, if you make me a history check, let's see if you know what it is. That is a natural 20. Yes, awesome, natural 20. You know what this is. You notice the halfling, you look over, and there is a white with a very unique um, inlay of gold in its uh, feathers, which are resting on the back of it. Uh, Griffhound. Griffhound, for those that don't know, is a subspecies almost, of a griffin. Uh, this is a dog body with an eagle's head. Um, some of them have wings, some do not. This one does. Uh, so you see he's pure white, except for his... Um, the top of his head has some... looks authentic gold, with gold tips on his wings, and he has... A almost gold under un, under uh, what is the word fluff to him that runs down, um, and he is trotting next to the halfling. Um, you stop, and as you're stopping to get something, um, the halfling reaches for it at the same time and goes, um, "Well, I'm sorry, there, sir. Uh, uh, do, do you mind if I?" And it just kind of takes what you were grabbing for. And um, 
tosses it over to uh, the griffon that snatches it up. You were trying to grab, like, this random stake, and this he just grabs that big stake and tosses it to the griffon and goes, uh, sorry about that. Um, Trent over there, he tends to get a little bit uh, angsty inside, so I try to keep him fed. Um, my name is Tiernan, by the way. Um, I, I think I've seen you around, but uh, it's it's been a while, and I'm just coming back into town because of Mother's passing. And holds out his hand. Oh, that's okay. It is nice to meet you. And I shake his hand. Yeah. That is a beautiful animal you have there. Why, thank you. Uh, I, I found him as a pup, and uh, he was the runt. You hear him? Mm. You were the runt. Mm. He ain't a runt no more, but you were run. Yeah, uh, he's a... Uh, he's my traveling companion. Uh, tends to get me out of some sticky situations every now and again. Tends to uh, the fact that he can fly and I cannot. So, yeah. Um, I didn't know Warforged uh, uh, 8. Is this something new or uh, what are you what are you doing all with all that food there, sir? Oh no, this is not for me. We have a guest traveler today, and I am just bringing him a common courtesy. It's right nice of you. Um, it's unfortunate that you hadn't returned sooner. Mother would have enjoyed seeing such a wonderful beast. Well, Mother saw him when he was about yay big. Holds his hands up to be about the size of what you would consider a uh, like a Rottweiler puppy. Um, and I was I was hoping that she'd be able to see because uh, I'd like to be able to breed him, but it's a little difficult finding other female griffhounds around and uh, plenty of males, but you need a female to be able to do the the things you know with the making more of what he is. So, yeah. To do what things? The 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 procreation where you make more of your species. I know Warforged don't do that, but he needs a female and then there's the romancing time and then when she's in this is a whole co you know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. But, uh... This one time, my buddy Keith... <laughs> no, no, you're sorry. <laughs> um, but, uh, if, if you want to... If you want somebody to eat with you, um, as long as you don't mind Trent tagging along, I'm, I'm willing to converse while we, uh, while we eat. Of course. And I grab another tray, and I hand it to the halfling. Awesome. He takes it. He fills it up with various things, occasionally talking, tossing a couple <laughs> more steaks to Trent. Eats it gladly, and you hear happy squawks and chirps. Um, and um, then proceeds to fill up his tray and goes, All right, where would you like to sit? Uh, where's your friend? So I lead him back to the uh, room with the bathtub. Uh, can I have woken up during this time? 
roll me a constitution save to see <laughs> if you woke up. You need to beat a 15. Beat a 15 for me. I would, but it's not here in front. That was going to be a bad joke. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> He's got jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Whether they're good or bad, we don't I beat know. a 15. You beat a 15? by one. Awesome, 16. So yeah, you, you groggily wake up because, one, you need to relieve your bladder. And, uh, two, the water's starting to get cold. So, do I see these two amble in? Yes, you wake up as these two ramble in, along with this creature. Uh, if you want to roll me a history check, beat a 15, you will know what this creature is. Shit. <laughs> it's not a rare creature, man, so DC's gonna be <laughs> The Titan dice don't like me today. They don't? What'd you get? So that is a 15 plus a 3, so that is Awesome, 18. you made it. So yeah, so you see Gears come in with a halfling um, who's got uh, brownish hair, a nice tunic. Um, he's got a short bow strapped to his back with a quiver, and he's got... Um, what else did I give him? Because this is the fun part. Um... He's got a dagger at his side and with a quarterstaff that's also kind of tucked in his back. It looks like it could extend. Um, and then, much to your surprise, this, you've only ever like read about them and maybe seen them as pups for um, royals, uh, is a griffhound. Beautiful creature. All white with, like as I described, gold, which uh, gives it more of the sign of a royal uh, Griffhound um, that you would find in courts. Uh, there are also ones that are silver-tipped. Cool. This is a gold-tipped one. This is a very rare creature. Did they see my back as I was getting out? Um, I would say with you getting out, you have the opportunity to turn so that way they cannot. I will give that to you. I'm not doing it on purpose. I just I just wanted to know. No. Um, they did not get the opportunity to see your back. Okay. Um, I just had to be sure, you know. Yeah, it's fine. So as we walk <laughs> in... Yeah, grin on my face. Uh, <laughs> as we walk in, I slowly walk the tray over and set it down on a nearby table and say, I brought you some food. I can also get you some fresh clothing if you would like. That would be nice. Mine seems and a little I, more tattered than I remembered. And I turn around and just after lightly patting the griffhound on the head, I proceed to walk out of the room to get close. Okay. Um, Trent kind of goes over to where your clothes are and kind of sniffs it a little bit, sneezes, and then goes over and kind of goes to the corner where it can see everything, settles itself down with with you know a nice little happy chirp, and proceeds to just looking out of the room, looks at you, looks at the room. He's basically keeping an eye on things. Um, 
Tiernan kind of uh, looks around and uh, <clears throat> um, your, your your friend said he was uh, getting you something, I'm assuming, food. It looks like uh, it's been a while since you, uh, you, you, you ate and you slept, son. Like, because uh, this halfling looks older than you. Um, more I forget to eat some. I forget to eat sometimes. It's kind of an important thing. If there's no fuel in the tank, you're not going to be able to, to deliver as much because it looks from what I can see in them clothes. Uh, you're a monk of some persuasion, or you at least like to take care of yourself. I'm assuming. I was. Was. That's interesting, but. I respect my own privacy, so I won't. I won't budge. But I encourage you to uh, you to eat some food. I'm gonna take mine. I'm gonna go sit over here and I'm gonna eat. And uh, yeah, um, my name is uh, Tiernan. I'd offer my hand, but uh, you're a little indisposed and it's a little rude. So I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna eat while uh, your friend goes and gets you uh, clothing. And he proceeds. Right. He proceeds to walk over and. Uh, kind of pulls out uh, a little chair that was over, sits next to where Trent is, and um, proceeds to eat, occasionally flicking little morsels over to the Griffhound that snacks it up and and eats, but proceeds to watch. You know this creature is primarily keeping an eye on you, but it's like it's aware of everything, but you can feel that its intentions are directed more on you, that if you make any sort of menacing gesture, that thing will know. Like that. Oh, I'm... I'm. If anything, I'm acting like it's just another person in the room. Because mm. to me, it would be. Gotcha. Um, just, uh... I, I, I turn to it and mutter, it's rude to stare. Huh? It proceeds to stare right at you. What? It just proceeds to stare at you with some with some, with some some clicks and some chirps and just proceeds to just stare <laughs> right into your eyes. Uh, don't, don't mind him. He, uh, he, he can get kind of What's the word? It's been a while since I've conversed a whole lot with uh, beings that speak common like myself. Uh, it's usually me and Trent. Um, when he notices people that are interesting or something's off about him, he tends to just do what he's doing. This thing is not stop staring at you. It's just straight deadpan. It almost looks like it's not looking at your eyes. It's looking through your chest. Keep looking. I doubt you'll find what you're looking for. You hear? You hear the slow? Yeah, I'm talking to it like it's just another. Oh yeah. I'm talking to it like it's just another sentient being. <laughs> oh, that's good. Because anything less, and it would probably get pissed off. Um, <laughs> this thing kind of just almost. If a bird could raise its eyebrow in an "oh really," that is the sense that you just got from this thing 
and it kind of just shakes its head a little bit and then goes to preening itself like, eh, I lost interest. Don't you look at me in that tone of voice. This proceeds to keep cleaning itself. Yeah, I think it's it's made its point in its mind, so it's just ignoring you. Um, <laughs> dude, like I said, griff hounds are very very unique. And you haven't even run across a griffin yet, so um, so about this time, uh, you return with a fresh, uh, some fresh clothes, uh, a full new. In the, in the style of the older Petita Gi, uh, with some various other articles of clothing, you proceed to come in, it's all nicely folded, and you place it right uh, near Morden. Um, are there any, like, feathers or anything from the Griffon that has fallen off at this point? Or in the room? Make a perception check. Because if so, beware. You need to beat. You need to beat an eighteen. Uh, it is a fourteen. You can't really see any that have fallen off. Um, but yeah, so no, there really hasn't any any fallen off at this time. Okay, I'm just over here in the corner getting dressed. <laughs> yeah, getting dressed and uh, then then eating. Um. Uh, Tiernan pops up and uh, says, "Well, uh, what uh, aside from mother's passing, uh, what uh, what what plans do y'all have after this uh, after this whole thing?" I'm going to get drunk enough to dull every sense in my body. That sounds like a short-term plan. I'm going to plan. What? <laughs> I say, I'm going to pick flowers. So I'm talking with a guy that's going to have about a, a, a weekend of partying in one day, and the other one's just going to go pick I flowers. I didn't say partying. I'm giving a general estimation in my mind that you're going to get so drunk that it's like you had a party over a weekend all in one day. You won't be able to feel nothing. I'm not partying. I'm getting drunk enough to shut him up. You see, if you keep mentioning stuff like that, I'm going to have to not be rude, and I'm going to have to ask you what the hell you're talking about. As this is all happening, I grab his towel that he used, and I walk over, and I start using it to... It, it is as dry as a bone. <laughs> It is dry. I still you use the towel to just get dressed and said, screw the towel? Yeah, you just, I just didn't. I just, I just let myself grip dry for a minute there. Oh, God. Go ahead, Gears. I notice that the towel is not wet, and I kind of just lick from the towel to you, back down to the towel, shrug, and continue cleaning. <laughs> huh. Uh, moving on. <laughs> um, well, uh, as this is as this is going on, um, Tiernan finishes his meal uh, and then goes, uh, "Well, it's, 
stimulating as this conversation has been. Um, I got some things to do around here. Uh, I got some things, yeah, um, me and Trent. Um, but I'll obviously be around town. Uh, after this thing is over, if, uh, if y'all happen to be heading in the direction that I'm heading, then, uh, you let me know. I wouldn't mind, uh, wouldn't mind having some traveling companions. Somebody to chit-chat to besides Trent. No offense. Squawks a little bit. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but after he says that, I stop my cleaning. I turn and say, it was nice meeting you both. And if there are flowers on the way, I would love to travel with you. And then turn back and continue. There are flowers everywhere. You just have to look for them. But uh, on that note, you gentle beings have yourselves a good day and a good night. And uh, hope to see y'all around. Uh, he collects himself and uh, heads out. With his Griffhound. And they are gone. It's just the two of you now. I just continue cleaning. <laughs> How do you tell a Warforge to shut up? Generally. You just tell them to shut up. And if they are nice enough, they might. He's not. He hasn't. He tells me things Who is I don't he? want to know. Like what? This thing in my head won't shut up. There is a warforged in your head? Take off my gi, turn around and reveal the giant gash in my back that looks like someone just ripped open the lower half of my spine and fused into the skin is a mess of wires with a glowing core. It looks... Do I know what this is? It looks particularly nasty, by the way. Um... Roll me. Uh, let's see what would what would be my perception. Roll me a investigation check so you can see what it is exactly that you're looking at. Uh, the way it's opened, uh, the way it's in there, and the way uh, the core is positioned, it almost looks like an eye. And where is that located? I rolled a 16. 16. It is from the middle of my back running down to almost my tailbone. Um, due to your own, obviously, self-knowledge of your own body, that does look like a warforged um, eye. 
and it looks like somehow it has been fused with his body. But quick and dirty, not yeah. not surgically. I stare at it and say, Did you know there is an eye in your back? No. I knew there was a chunk of metal in my back. How did this happen to you? Painfully. It must have been. And he won't shut up. I just look at him, back of the eye, back at him, and just stare. <laughs> Cue awkward music. Would you like me to? Would you like me to bring you something for the pain? It doesn't hurt anymore. Is there anything else I can get for you? your time with mother my time with mother was delightful up until the end the end was more sad it's good that she didn't change she loved all of her children including you and me. I know. Part of me wishes I had stayed. Why didn't you? I felt like I deserved more. I know that was foolish now. Where did you go? Everywhere. Everywhere I could. Anywhere but here. And now I find myself coming back. Out of, a, out of a nostalgia I never thought I would have. We all come back. One way or another. I didn't believe that at first. But here I am. Well... I will leave you to your rest. Then I turn and I walk out of the room. Okay. Is there anything that uh, you would like to do before you or we classify it as you go to sleep? Which one are you talking to? <laughs> is there anything that you guys wanted to do before you classify as going to air quote sleep? Uh, I am going to grab a cup from the kitchen. Okay. Grab your cup. Fill it up with water mm -hmm. to the brim to the point where, you know, you're kind of like nervously slowly walking, trying not to spill it and walk back to the garden and proceed to water the flowers. Okay. Morden? Uh, 
I'm going to find a tranquil, mostly uninhabited garden and practice some kata. Okay. Um, going out on the grounds, there is a relatively huge expanse. Um, you can see off into one corner is this vast array of flowers and everything. Uh, that is where Gears is headed. So you can kind of see him slowly going over to plants and very methodically going, dip, walking over to another flower, dip, walking over to another flower. Dip. He proceeds to do that the entire time. It's a little, just a little, it's it's like he gets a couple <laughs> drops on each flower, methodically. Um, in the opposite section, there is um, the groves. Of, no, hold up, hold up. No, then never fucking mind. I'm just going to observe. <laughs> I'm just going to go watch. Okay. <laughs> um, there is almost... Like the absolute weirdo my character is. <laughs> okay. Um, to describe it, you have a section of the flowers. In the middle area is an open expanse that has bushes, um, a little zen water fountain-esque area. Um, and then in the far corner is rows, is where the rows of the different fruits, uh, trees that are out there, along with berries, berry branches, and whatnot. So you are, in essence, in the um, Chinese-looking Zen bamboo stick area, um, watching Gears methodically. The Zen Garden. The Zen Garden. You are in basically the Zen Garden, watching him <laughs> deep, 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 which takes him about 30 to 40 minutes, depending entirely on how much actual water he had. Uh, he does return several times to the kitchen, refills it, comes back. Till he hits. Do I notice? Uh, that but as he, every time he goes to the kitchen to refill, I'm going to practice kata, and then as he comes back to water, I'm just going to stop and watch. <laughs> okay. Do I notice him at this point? Uh, you you uh, roll me a perception check. Is this is this is your routine? This is where you keep yourself occupied and you go okay. Mother always watered. Mother isn't here. I'm going to water. I rolled an eight. <laughs> you do not notice him at all. Um, you are so <laughs> focused on, I need to get these flowers watered because uh, it has been too long. Even though it's only been about six to eight hours, I need to make sure that all of these flowers are watered. And we're not talking a simple little bush here. We're talking about a, a literal four four car garage worth of assortment of flowers that he's going and doop, 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 runs out, goes, gets more water. Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> Literally. So this, and this takes whole time me. I'm using just a cup. Yes. You're using just a cup. That. Just a cup. Because it, because it is precise and it is a precise cup. It is the same cup that they've learned to give you because they tried giving you different ones. And you've gone, may I have the one that I had yesterday to the point where, Unbeknownst to you, this cup is left specifically in one spot to give to Gears for his watering, air quote. <laughs> so you proceed to do that over, <laughs> over the next um, over the next couple hours, and then uh, when once that is done, you return the cup, and you almost just 
go into this almost trance-like state of just looking over and making sure that, okay, the flowers are good, the flowers aren't wilted, that's good, I might have to trim that, that's it, and you are cataloging. So that's literally what you do for the next four hours. By this time, it is the evening, um, and you can choose what you'd like to do with the rest of your time. As it approaches nightfall, um, and you have done your katas, Morden, um, did you plan on going to sleep? What did you plan on doing? I, I'm going to try to sleep. Okay. Unless, uh, unless, unless my mysterious visitor has, uh, anything to whisper into my ear while I'm trying to fucking sleep. Um, you will have to roll me a wisdom saving throw while you sleep. will depend entirely on if you have good dreams and or bad uh, good dreams are going to be above 15. Bad dreams are going to be below. So that's going to be your wisdom save. Ah, exactly at 15. Awesome. So you that was have 11 plus 4. Nice. You have basically nothing bad. It's just a blank sort of dream where there's no there's no voices. It's just one of the nights where you actually sleep. So. so I fucking slept well. Got it. Correct. I also realized I've been calling you Morden. M-O-R-D-A-N, and I have written down Morgan. So which is it? M-O-R-D-A-N. Okay, awesome. So I've been calling you the right thing, and I had the wrong thing written down. Perfect. Um, Congrats. Yay. Go me. You win the prize. Woo! <laughs> um, so, morning comes around. Um, we can either do uh, day by day, or you guys can give me a general consensus of what you would like to do for the next nine-ish days until they decide. To I just want to say uh, that... I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that I'm really enjoying myself here. Good. That's the whole point. I'm, I'm loving this. You guys, you guys are doing a fantastic job and I want to keep it going. So <laughs> as as awkward as our as awkward and stilted as our dialogue is, uh no, I'm I'm absolutely <laughs> No, 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 that's the whole point of this. It's the whole point of D D <laughs> is the awkwardness to the point of you get into your character. That's that's what I love about D D. So I mean my character's also somewhat awkward in and of himself, so I think it fits perfectly with <laughs> the dialogue. Yeah. Nice. Um, so it's up to you. You guys can either roleplay a couple days, or you can give me a general consensus of what you do, aside from watering flowers, Gears. <laughs> Which you do every day religiously. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, once a day for about an hour, uh, I will visit the market and uh, continue to look for anyone that has the uh, orphan mark to tell them about mother's passing and about the uh, funeral arrangements. Okay. Um, if they didn't know. Awesome. I'd like you. We're we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're going to streamline it. Streamline. Stream. Line. Again, people, I can speak English, but my brain goes too fast for my lips. 
Take he can't do the word so good today. He has English and bad. Hard, hard, no speaking. <laughs> uh, so I would like you to take a percentile dice. That is going to be your 2d10s, the one that has like the the 10, the 20, the 30, the 40, the 50, and the one that has 1 through 9, or 0 through 9 on it. Roll that for me, and that is how many people you found. Wait, so there's one die or two? Should be two dice. If you got the full thing, you should have this. If you look at if you look at what I'm holding up, okay, you should have these two. Should be yep. set. So you roll those. That is your All percentile right. dice. Uh, for those that are listening, I am holding up the percentile dice. One dice uh, has ten, has zero zero through nine zero, and the other one has zero through nine. That is your percentile dice. That will give you. A sense of what I was showing to Gears. Okay, so I rolled a three. Okay. And a ninety. Awesome. So over the course of ten days, you find ninety-three individuals that have come back. Um, that have either decided to stay in the local tavern. Have some of them have stayed in with, um, inside the orphanage because, as you said, there is, or as I said, there are fifty rooms this is not accounting the vast grounds that some people would like to sleep out in or they sleep in the wagons that they've ridden in on whatever so you have about 93 people that you found that you've encountered that you have gone hello and talked to and found out if they are staying if they're going um we're gonna say that about 50 of them are gonna be staying the other have stopped in to pay their condolences um, and have talked to whatever members um, in the grounds that they would like to talk to and left gifts, um, multitude of seedlings, because they all know that Mother loves flowers, some multitude of seedlings to add to her garden, um, various gifts, um, some different things, uh, individuals that you have not run across, um, metals and materials for the, um, the blacksmith, um, various trade goods and, or spices or spices for the local, um, the local servantry, um, and the staff. Uh, to help prepare for the uh, upcoming feasts and whatnot that's going to be happening. So um, that is what you do. Um, Morden, is there anything that you'd like to have done aside from watch him do his drip drop flower thing over 10 days and uh, practice your katas? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to go try to find the room I was raved in. Okay. Um, like the room that used to be my room. Okay. Once uh, upon a December. Investigation check. Be it a DC right. DC ten. It's not that hard. This is going off your memory. You lived there for a good portion of time. I just want to say that those uh, nine three orphans that I came across, I bought each one of them each. <laughs> okay. Which to approximately uh, about eighteen and a half gold. Yep, okay, so deduct 18 and a half gold from our <laughs> inventory, and uh, that's awesome. I love that. What was that? <laughs> what 
did you roll? I can't tell if that's a that's a one. That's a nat one. That's a nineteen plus three. Oh, nineteen plus three. Oh, okay. I was like, what am I looking at? All right, nineteen plus three, twenty-two. <laughs> yes. You that find... was that was this that okay. we were looking at. Because it's it's greenish, so it's a little hard to see on my screen. Um, so sorry. Uh, it's a it's a if for those of you who can't see, which is like all of you. Um, <laughs> this is a massive freaking die called the Titan die, by the way. Awesome. I love it. Um, okay, so with a 23, yes, you find your room. Um, it is one of those that is uh, did not get chosen to be inhabited by. Um, so you um, you find it uh, and enter in. What would you like to do? This is my room now. <laughs> this is your room now. You've taken back over your room. You've switched from the room you were in. Okay. Which, yes. I, which ironically <laughs> is the one that's next door. So you... <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you take over air quote your old room and yes you find the various little markings and whatnot that other orphans have in have placed there you find your initials um in the headboard that you wrote to continue the tradition um you find in the cupboards um various little things um ironically a um painting that you did uh for mother uh was left in there it was one of those ones that you had made a couple of them and it was one that you didn't give to her um and it's the one of you racing in and it's a stickman-esque doing this flying haymaker towards this really big dragon looking thing and um in the background is is uh is 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 the mother and she's floating in the air and she's casting some sort of spell that looks like it's flying as well and yeah it's it's very child-esque um but it is something that you didn't think that you wanted to give her but it is there if you would like to do anything with that uh yes actually i'm going to how naive <laughs> and i'm going to take it with me Awesome. Uh, you take that up and you put that in your personal belongings. Uh, write down um, in your inventory. Uh, you can scroll down. Just put that in your inventory as um, childhood memento photo, or however you'd like to describe it. Okay, if my phone won't stop freaking out and actually switch apps. <laughs> uh, how dare you, technology? Never find me. Uh! So, uh, where is equipment? There it is. Yes, equipment, or you can scroll and add under where it gives you the description of all the fun things that you can do in the fifth edition app. You can scroll down, tap on it, hit enter a bunch of times to make some space, and then you can write down whatever you want. It's up to you. But there's yeah. room for both. Um, okay, uh, with those various things, is there anything else you either one of you wanted to do? Um, I'm assuming, well, I don't know why it would. Does the orphan have some sort of training grounds or whatever? Oh, yes. There are training grounds. I'm going to go back there and see if I can't give them some practice. Awesome. Um, so the training grounds are located near the, um, 
near the gardens. They're their own section. Um, it's it's a very large, it's a football field size um, place that has places for, there's a track to run around. Uh, it's well beaten. There's an obstacle course that looks challenging. Um, there is well-worn spots for the practice of katas. Um, and as usual, um, the individual that's walking around that you would recognize and remember is Master uh, Master Thames Windstrike, um, a very, very, very venerable master. Looks like he is still in his um, his late forties, but uh, you all know is uh, as old. Um, there's almost as old as the uh, the grandmother was, um, mother. Um, because of the fun things that monks do, they cease to age when they reach a high enough level. It's fantastic. Um, he is out and about, uh, fixing different things, um, making sure that things are precise with his OCD, and um, going around. And uh, he notices you if you are coming up, that is. Uh, yeah, I'll go talk to him. Awesome. He looks and he gets a little bit of a smile. You would have to know him to see. He's very, very stoic, very, very, very zen uh, individual. Um, and, uh... How many times... Sorry, go ahead. And he looks up at what he's doing and, uh, folds his hand behind his back as per normal and, uh, currently waits for you. How many times did you kick my ass, old man? <laughs> One too many times. How are you, sir? Once more, for old time's sake, and I take up a fighting stance. <laughs> uh, you want to take on a level? Okay, all right. You take up a fighting stance. Um, it's not. I'm not trying to kill him. I'm just sparring. Oh, well, it's fine. Um, uh, roll me a couple attack rolls. Let's 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 see what you do. Attack. Oh god, this is um, a monk, so it's dexterity based? You scroll over, you should have your um, your hand strike. What is it? Um, unarmed attack. So it's going to be an unarmed attack unless you are attacking him with a weapon. No. Um, unarmed is... Ooh, video... So you're going to roll your d20, and you're going to see on the left-hand side it's going to be a plus something. So it should be like a plus 8, or a plus 6, or a plus 7. That is what you're doing, you are rolling to hit. So my dick's... oh god. <laughs> so here, I'll show you. If you look on my screen, it's going to be a little bright. But it's going to be on this hand side, so it's going to be on your left, my right. I can't see, hold on. It's too bright. Um, okay, look. See? You see over here. You're going to see these right here. Aha! That yeah. screen. That screen. So that screen... Is uh, I'm sure this would be absolutely fascinating to all of you, but... Uh... Alright, uh, 19 plus 5. 19 plus 5. Uh, you managed to connect... Just connect. 
Um, and um, you see him turn that into um, another hold lock where he flips you over. So you connect, uh, and you think you do damage, but it's almost like he takes your momentum and proceeds to throw you. And he throws you about five feet away, and you land flat on your ass. <laughs> You've gotten better. I did not see that one telegraphed. Very good. Eh, bullshit. You threw me all the same. I have many, many years of practice, my son. And he proceeds to walk over and extends a hand to help you up. I take it. Which is not something I used to do. Uh, he, he, he raises an eyebrow at that and helps you up to your feet. I'm glad you could make it. It is. I wouldn't have missed it. It's going to be a lot quieter around here. But such is life. We come, we're born, we die. It was her time. You seem like there's you something. Say so. You seem like there's something burdening you. Is the voice still around? He hasn't shut up. He's been loud as of late. Um. He closes his eyes for a second, and um, you feel the pressure that has been in the back of your brain slowly start to recede to the point of nothing. And all you're noticing as you're looking at him is he closes his eyes, and it's almost like his hand is wavering, and all he is is he's holding it literally at his side and making small little gestures. Your chakras are extremely muggled. I would suggest you meditate. Oh, come back. <laughs> there we go. My chakras are cutting out, apparently. <laughs> Your chakras are cutting out. <laughs> some meditation and some time. Some time by the waterfall would help uh, he mentions over to the one section that uh, is where the water seems to come from for the irrigation and everything. There's a section in the training grounds that is um, dedicated to um, this training grounds. And it is a large waterfall that is over a vast rock wall that you remember having to climb up as punishment down back down back but um most of you know that the master will sit under it and let the water beat on him as he is meditating to recenter himself um and that was what he did oddly i'm gonna go re i'm gonna go reenact that punishment okay um be before before you start heading over there i'm gonna go um, line that thing up and down and 
Okay. Uh, before go before, the before, you, before you're going like up the there, days. before you go up there, um, he clasps his hand on your shoulder and he goes, what I've done is only going to help you until you face it. You've been fighting that for years. Until you face it, you will always be at war with it. Except you, except yourself, and except it. And when you do, the pain... You haven't heard. You haven't heard half the things it said. What is better, to consistently fight an enemy, or to turn the enemy into an asset? Maybe what you are being told is not painful, as it is possibly useful information. Think on that. Squeezes your shoulder and uh, says, if you'll excuse me. I think so, too. But if you need to talk more, I'll be around later. Thank you. Gives a, gives a curt nod. Proceeds to walk off like he normally does. Hands behind his back. Examining the grounds. So you're gonna take the you're gonna take the rest of the afternoon to, on that day to, climb up the waterfall, go down, climb up the waterfall, go down until you are exhausted. I'm assuming. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So that's what you do. Gears. What about you? What are you doing sporadically? You found people. Is this anything other than what you have done? This is what he did. Is there anything else that you would have done besides find people, pay for drinks? Not really. It's kind of what I was just tasked to do and just, you know, keep myself busy. Okay. Um, so the 10 days go by uh, between your various finding people, gears, and your seemingly becoming daily occurrence of going to that waterfall to beat it and thinking on what the master has said, um, I would assume. Um, the day approaches of the uh, funeral. Um, so the morning of the funeral is now this morning. Um, you are both shown that there is ceremonial clothing that is going to be handed out uh, for you gears um there is a darkened cloak that is given to you with embroidery and um pale silver symbols of sarin ray um various trappings above you that is your that's for you um very very dark um a very very dark gi with her with sarin ray symbol is also given to you, Morden, um, very, very well put together, um, complete with a sash and a head covering uh, to put on you to symbolize um, the grieving process. Um, these are given to you, um, and you are instructed to uh, meet up with everybody mid-morning um, out, right outside of the, uh, 
right outside of the garden area um, is where they decided to have it. Um, a very, very well put together ceremony is done um, with the, the flowers that she liked, um, which I'm assuming gears that you had to help with because you know precisely the ones that she loved the most. Um, and you would take clippings from those and you would make a bouquet and you would give that to them. Um, there is... While this is all happening, mm -hmm. um, just want to add something. Um, through the procession, when I go up, I lay a hand on the coffin and I'm going to cast light okay. so that the coffin glows and it continually uh, glows in a myriad of uh, different colors. Okay. Right. So it's just kind of like a shining. Awesome. Okay. Um, I like that. So uh, it is It is a, um, it is a casket that is uh, open. There is very well-made dwarven glass that is put over her. Um, you know that she has been kept, um, somebody has been keeping gentle repose, which is a spell to keep you from decaying, uh, if you have passed away, um, and she has been put into a nice, a nice gown, um, the symbols of Saren Ray and, um, phoenix and various other religious symbols all are in the glass um and she is on top of this um, it looks it looks almost as if you took obsidian and you made it silver um stand uh, with other marks of the wild mother and various things um it is very very beautiful uh it is beyond what i can describe um various individuals come up and they speak um you do notice um there are different uh degrees of royalty that do show up um you see that the um the, the local kingdom um that the queen has shown up um from Estega um she is with her entourage in black for mourning um huge, huge uh, Celtic-looking um, Goliaths and uh, half-orcs from the northern continent of Skrauhorn are there with um, with very, very well well-made and crafted leathers um, symbolizing their house. Uh, the Glacier family. Um, they're there. The western continent of um, Mishu. Um, they are 
you find you see a lot of the elven and um, more exotic races are there. Um, silks, jewels, everything very very somber down there there, um, and the eastern continent of the Leones Prima, which is um, uh, where a lot of the the clerics and the paladins that helped to found the orphanage uh, originally came from. Um, they're there in glowing golden armor, silver armor, platinum armor, very, very uptight. Um, but in this instance, they are reserved and fighting emotion with the passing of the mother. Um, a couple of the individuals that you also know, um, come up and speak. Uh, you do see that uh, Master Things Windstrike does come up and speak. Uh, has some has some well-meaning and moving words. Um, the Master Artisifer, uh, the Dwarf Barna uh, Barnabas Coldrop, um, he lays a almost delicate looking mace on top of the um, on top of the glass um, it looks like it's made literally of crystal and um, it is his finest work and he had made that for her it was in her personal possessions that he leaves, he leaves it uh, on the casket um, Mrs. Nozuma good uh, I missed all of that. So, oh. no, I'm kidding. I didn't. Oh, thanks. Ruin the ambiance. Throughout all of this, mm -hmm. throughout all of this, whenever you know what I do. Whenever the light, you know, cantrip would, you know, be getting close to, uh, you know, going away, mm -hmm. I would just, you know. Standing next to the casket, I would just lay a hand on and quietly utter the spell again, keeping it continual. Perfect. I, I, I assumed as much, but thank you. Um, Mrs. Nazuma, who is the grandma meets track athlete, halfling druid, that runs the inside staff. Um, she is very prim, proper, think, um, uh, what was, what was, what was her name? Think Mary Poppins-esque, the way prim and proper, but she would also have a little bit of quirky side. Um, she is crying and just, she can't hold it back and has to be escorted off by Master B9. Um, he doesn't have a lot to say. Uh, he's not a man of many words. A being of many words. Um, and the um, final person to say something is the younger sister and the successor of Mother Briala Rolrilo. Uh, her, that is Sister Hen, is Henway. So it's H-A-N-H-U-E, Henway. Um, she is about 150 years old, um, younger sister. Um, and uh, she thanks everybody for coming. Um, 
and she steps forward and says, Thank you all for the moving words, for showing up, for being a part of this life that my sister had. Um, she made this place live. She was a mother to all of us, even to me. And I hope that I can continue her legacy as time goes on. Um, there have been individuals that have shown up that will be asked to escort mother's remains up into the mountains um, and I will be tagging along after to make sure that she is in tune properly and we will continue with lives as we know it. Not mourning the mother, but reliving and telling each other the memories that we have had of her. This is not a loss. This is in addition to goddess Sarah court. And I hope that you all will continue to take care of each other and to love each other as never was. Um, as she steps back, uh, she proceeds to start quietly muttering a prayer, um, and the sky seems to almost get these clouds around it and this golden beam envelops the casket and you can almost feel this embrace to your body to your soul of a motherly presence that seems to give you the sense of I will miss you, but I will always be there. And the casket disappears. And inside that, or on top of where the casket was, is a small golden, not golden, platinum and glass case that has the late mother's ashes. And with that, um, sister, now mother, Henway, um, picks it up and carries it off um, and everybody is encouraged to come by and pay their last respects as they are eating. Um, as you two are going by to pay your respects, um, you... Um, you are quietly asked by Mother Henway to um, wait a moment and to stand behind her as she needs to speak to the both of you. So, everybody comes, everybody last respects, and everybody slowly starts to leave. The staff starts to clean up everything. 
um, and she turns to the two of you and uh, takes a deep breath and seems to collect herself. Um, so that way she doesn't appear if she's crying. And she goes, Boys, uh, I and our late mother had a request that the two of you take her remains and Take it up to. Thank you very much, word for free. Uh, take her remains up to the top of the Ice Silver Mountain Range, um, to the altar of Sarenrae, and she wished for her ashes to be scattered to the four winds. Uh, this is going to be a journey. Uh, any provisions that you need will be given to you. Horses, whatever you need. Uh, this is going to be about a week's journey. And, uh, she asked for both of you because one, and looks at you, Gears. You have a special place in her heart, and she knows that you will take care of her remains as you took care of her flowers. And you turns to you, Morden, because. She felt that you needed to come to the sense of there's nothing wrong with you and what lives inside you is part of you and should be accepted. That's all. She pulls you both in and gives you both hugs and holds each of your heads with her two hands and kisses you. Um, any fatigue that you had that day um, is now gone. Uh, you have been essentially blessed. So you will sleep well tonight. Um, your fatigue and everything is gone. You are in a very calm and restful state. Um, and she leaves the remains with you, Gears, and uh, she heads off to the rest of her duties. What would you like to do? Uh, real quick, what did you say the name of that mountain was? The Ice Silver Mountain Range. The Ice Silver Mountain Range is the range that goes from the southern continent, where you are, um, and is basically almost like the border between the southern and the um, eastern. So it was a pilgrimage to cross those mountains, which is why she wanted to be up at the tippy top where Saren Ray's altar is. Okay. I... Quietly take the ashes and hold them close and don't say anything. Okay. What about you, Morden? Um. I honestly don't know what to do in this situation. 
Well, you, you still have to, I'll tell you this, you still have to make sure that you have the preparations for this journey. It's going to be a week journey. Okay, so this, all available options are given to you. So this means that if your gear is not up to snuff, you will be given um, the, the gear that you need, or if you need your stuff to be fixed, it will be fixed before setting out. Um, if there's somebody that you wanted to add to your party, you can add this person to your party. Um, I will remind you that you have met one individual that said that if you're going out, he's willing to travel with you. Um, you can always look for a different individual if you'd like, um, and I can see if there's anybody in town that will help you out. Um, but you still have all this to gather, and um, once you gather all that, then I think that will probably be the end of our session, so that way we're able to go from there and, yeah. So, what would you like to do? So this is, this is after the funeral, then? This is after the funeral. This is, everything has wound down, dignitaries and everything are slowly leaving the place, um, headed back to their respective countries, continents. So, um, the first thing I do is, uh, from then on, I continually have a kind of like a satchel, mm -hmm. which uh, inside I have placed the mother's remains, and I carry that around with me everywhere I go. Okay. Um, for the purposes of this journey, uh, I would like you both to put into your inventory a um, bag of holding. You both get a bag of holding given to you courtesy of the uh, of Master Cold Rock. Um, so that way you can have, uh, you can put mother's remains in there and they will not be lost and or scattered. They're safe. Um, so make sure to look up what a bag of holding is. Uh, you can hold about 500 pounds of things. I will not be giving you encumbrance, um, but I will be stating that if there are things that you would like to put in there, uh, you can use utilize that. That way it makes it easier for you guys to track things and it's easier for me to know that Okay, it's in your bag of holding, so if you want to reach in for it, you can go, oh, I got it. Um, I would also like to uh, head to the kitchens. Okay. And grab a steak. <laughs> okay, you're going to grab a steak. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to uh, head towards Pyrenees uh, Room. Okay. Um... Tiernan's room is currently closed and locked. I not. No answer. I knock again. Still no answer. <laughs> I knock a little too forcefully and break through the door. Okay. You break through the door. Um, you notice that... <laughs> awesome. Well, now that, you have, now that you have broken through the door, um, it's kind of wobbling on its hinges a little bit. Great. Um, you look in, and it looks, like, it looks like it was slept in this morning, but he has not returned to his room. If you make an investigation check, I might be able to give you more. <laughs> oh no, how awkward. Oh no. Let me grab my dice. He's rolled the dice. 
just comes up DC to the door. DC 15, dun, please. Dun, 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 dun. Crunch fought. <laughs> uh, that is a natural 15. Awesome. With my modifier is 18. Awesome. With an 18, you do spot the, the random gold-tipped feather that is over in the little area where Trent sleeps. I pick it up. Okay. And I put it in the bag of gold. <laughs> okay. Please mark gold-tipped feather. <laughs> it is about, and I'm telling the audience, it is approximately a foot long. If you really wanted to, you could make a writing quill out of this, and it would be sold for a lot. It is a gold-tipped. It is a of royal lineage graph. Um, but, yeah, he's not in here. Neither is Trent. It's a bird dog, but with swag. Yeah. He's a bird dog, <laughs> and he's yo, yo, yo. All right? Um, as hell. Don't <laughs> ever make me listen to that with my own ears ever again. <laughs> uh, can I look around the room to try and figure out where they would have gone? With your 18... Um, you do notice that, um, he's got, he's still got the traveling pack over there, um, and looks like some regular clothes are in the, um, the little closet. Um, it is kind of a little, looks like a little bit of muddy, uh, you would recognize that as he probably is out towards where the stables and everything are for, um the different beasts of burden and or traveling beasts uh, can go and be able to either run around or be free and not under the restraints of saddles and whatnot. So that looks like the mud, because uh, the mud is very unique to the point of it's almost reddish. So you recognize the red mud as, mm, well, it came from there. Okay. Is this like a, you say like stables? Yes. Like, is there uh, a place around there that's kind of for that? Uh, well, the stables area, like I said, it has the dirt around there has become a reddish copper. Um, so those that work in the stables or around the the um, around the fields in that area um, are distinguishable by that. So you would know that if you went there, it's more likely you'd be able to you'd be able to ask around if they have seen um, if they have seen the, the individual you're looking for. Okay. Before I leave, I pick up the pack. Okay. And I just kind of dust it off as well as I can and place it back. Okay, you clean off the pack. <laughs> uh, and then I head out towards the stables. Okay. Um, Morden, what are you doing at this time? This is after the funeral. Uh, I'm going to try to stock up for supplies and whatnot that we need for this trip. Okay. Try to arrange some uh, materials. Okay, anything specific? Or are you just going for the general making sure you have a week's rations or two weeks' rations? Remember, you have the room to put this in. Um, so you could stock up on whatever you needed for projectiles, a.k.a. if you wanted to get, um, a bow, a short bow with some arrows, um, things like that that you are proficient in, you can. 
um, and just write them down? No, I'm just going to go as basic as I can. Weeks worth of rations. Weeks worth of rations, okay. Um, and basic touch-up on um, your tunics and everything. I'm assuming you're keeping the ceremonial tunics you both are and putting that in your pack for future usage. Because those, yeah. those were gifted to you. Okay. Alright, well, if you're doing nothing special, uh, Gears, uh, you go and um, make a um, make a perception check to see uh, how long it takes you to look around for Tiernan and Trent. It's sad. I've made, what, like four perception check, checks so far, and I still cannot remember what my modifier is. <laughs> and that is a natural 20. Awesome. Natural 20. Um, you spot Trent actually flying out and about uh, the field. He comes in, he, s he swipes in, he does very intricate little twirls and stuff. Uh, you hear different different whistles, almost like he is um, singing and um, getting closer to where he's, where he's flying around. You see Tiernan... Um, either um, congratulating him on something or um, giving sharp whistles to correct him on things um, and is has his back to you and is completely focused on Trent and him going through basically an obstacle course. I slowly walk up beside uh, Tyrion. And I pull out of the bag of holding the steak that I had grabbed earlier. Awesome. All right, let's see. I need to... Okay. Um, I'm glad that he has some things on perceptions. Um, so he... So Trent, Trent notices that and literally goes through a loop swings around and almost beeline straight at you and starts flying directly towards where you're, you're holding up the stake. Are you holding it up? Are you holding it to the side? What are you doing? Oh, I, I literally raise it up like this. Mm -hmm. and I just kind of shake it. Yeah. He swings by and uh, goes to swipe at it. Are you going to let him grab it or are you going to hold on to it? I'm going to let him grab it. Okay. So he grabs it and... Um, then flicks it with his paw up into the air and swallows it and then comes down, kind of lands and a trot, to trot, 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 comes right up to you and butts his head against your chest with, with, uh, with That's the chirp. That's adorable as hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable as hell. I just lightly pat him on the head. Um, Tiernan looks at you and goes, Well, uh, that was that was a ceremony. That was uh, did a little bit of leakage right around my eye sockets. Um, but uh, uh, looks like y'all were held back for some reason. What's 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 going on? You all y'all okay? What's uh, what's going on? Yes, that's actually what I came to speak to you about. Right. We have uh, been tasked with the mother to uh, bring. Our mother's ashes to the peak of the uh, ice silver mountain range, 
And I would like you to join us. You ever been up there? I have not. Alright. Um, Y'all finish getting everything you need for this trip, or uh, might I make a few suggestions? Suggestions would be nice. Alright. He proceeds to instruct you on getting some... um, some things to help with the cold. Um, as you get higher up, it's going to get very cold. Uh, so he proceeds to uh, walk with you over towards um, the forge and equipment area and points out various things. Um, now, uh, are, are y'all going to be taking horses or are you going to be walking? I think horses will be good. Can you ride if a horse? If we can find some that are suitable. There's horses everywhere. Can you ride a horse? I have never tried. Alright, then <laughs> I would suggest instead of riding horses, we're going to get ourselves something that can pull a wagon. I would suggest, if I'm tagging along, uh, I do have I do have a wagon, and uh, I have some trusted steeds that will be able to get us there. And save on the, uh, save on the walking. Excellent. What else would you suggest we bring with us? Uh, he proceeds to suggest, um, plenty of food and water for, uh, beasts for, um, you explain that Morden is coming. Um, so he tags along without knowing another week's worth of rations for, Morden um, for himself and rations and um, food for uh, Trent and for um, what's going to be pulling his um, his wagon. Um, his wagon is actually going to be pulled by this um, very very large um, oxen looking thing. Uh, it seems to looks like if you took a buffalo and you made it even bigger, uh, and it has very very long horns in front. Big thing looks to be about the size of a um, like a Ford Fusion, an S, like a like a, a just a small car. It's a big boy. Jesus, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, he he <laughs> he walks up and he passes like this this right here this is old Henry all right old Henry's been with me for a while he can get through just about anything can't you boy and this this thing kind of just and and old Henry a thick ass boy yeah old Henry is a thick ass boy um and uh, he uh surprisingly doesn't eat as much as you might think as opposed to his size but uh, he sure does love the sun and the air. Likes to pull things. So, uh, I got all As stuff he introduces me. us, mm-hmm. I just lightly pat this beast on the head. Just lightly. <laughs> just saying hello. <laughs> um, it, it, it just... It just... Great, puts its head down. Like, when you scratch it, it kind of leans more. The closer you go towards where horns are, the more it like, kind of leans into you like a dog does when you're hitting that right spot. So you just scratch, 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 and it's like, oh, you found his favorite spot right there. You, you, you can't get rid of him now. Now you're his friend. And you, you, 
he won't go nowhere. He just proceeds to keep leaning into you to the point where almost pushing <laughs> you over. This thing is huge. I like friends. Friends are good. <laughs> um, so after this, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to get a few things. Um, obviously, you know, water... Uh, food for the animals, which includes uh, Trent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get uh, a week's worth of food for uh, three people. Okay. Um, and then uh, I'm also going to go and get a flask of uh, oil as well. Okay. Make sure to write that in the inventory, flask of oil. Um. The other things that get added into the cart is um, Tiernan has a lot of stuff in there that you wouldn't think um, because, um, well, I, I do I do some trading on the side, so I have a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but I primarily carry lots of different produce and spices and uh, various things for tinkering metals and whatnot because as you can see old henry's got no problem hauling so i got no problem tossing stuff in the back so he's got plenty of different things uh he will have he will have in there things to help repair your armor and your weapons should you choose um so he's got a whole he's got a whole thing in there um the only thing i will tell you is we don't travel fast. There is a speed that is old Henry's speed. We go at old Henry's speed, and there is no going any faster. We will get there <laughs> when we get there. So. Um, I also uh, go and grab some heavy fur clo- uh, co- coats, if I can speak English. Okay. Gotta write down what I have in here because I thought I did. Also, of course, before we leave, I'm going to go back to my room and I'm going to grab my equipment. Okay. Um, as you are milling around, Morden, um, you do happen to run across these two conversing uh, along with um, them standing next to this huge oxen-looking thing that is vastly larger than yourself. And, uh, huh. yeah. I Do I see him walk up? Us. Well, you would see, but between the course of you bringing stuff back and forth, yes, you would. Um, okay. Yes. As I, I see him. He's to accompany us? Yes. Oh, yes. Good. Considering, I don't think neither one of y'all been up the mountains. I have. I wasn't I, planning on freezing to death. That is why I brought coats. Also, I thought having a third person to talk to would help with the voice in your head. Who knows what helps with that thing? He has a mind of his own. 
one of these days I'm gonna have to ask you about this voice in your head because that's uh, might mighty concerning, uh, especially if you're talking to it and it's talking back. Uh, where I come from, um, yeah, but to each their own. Um, if the war forged infused into my spine, it has somehow found a way to communicate inside my mind. Tiernan strokes a little bit of the scruff that's on his face and just kind of looks off in the distance for a second and then snaps back to you and goes, that's going to be right interesting right there. That's uh, not something I heard of, but... Some of the things he tells me are unfathomably worrisome. Well, I like to think of it this way. If you have no control over where you're going or what you're seeing and somebody else has the reins, your mind might start to go a little bit. I'm just throwing that out there. So it might be that he's more the passenger than you think and maybe talking to him instead of trying to tune him out might make it so he has less of this weird cryptic talk in your brain. But the last time I tried to talk with him in a, in a cohesive conversation, I have 10 hours of my memory that are just gone. That's concerning. It was because of one tiny little fact he told me that I can't remember. Were you drinking at the time? No. Hmm. Well, maybe on this uh, this 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 journey, we can uh, see what we can do to help the conversation between you and it. Maybe I'm not I'm not some highfalutin healer or nothing with the brain whatnot. I don't know a whole lot about Warforge, begging your pardon and when he's looking at Gears, but you know, it's it, there's got to be something to be able to balance uh, as Mother would preach. you got to be able to balance because there's got to be a reason for everything. Uh, personally, for me, uh, me and the Wild Mother believe that Nature has a reason for things, and uh, maybe there's a reason, maybe there isn't. Maybe we end up finding some way of removing you from each other, or maybe you find a reason for why is there in the first place. Don't know. Life's a journey. We're just on the road. But y'all let me know. I don't like your attitude. But I think we're friends now. You know? You're right, interesting feller. And uh, I think we can be good friends. Of course we're friends. And then I proceed to, again, scratch the head of the giant bolton. <laughs> lean, 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 lean. All the socks show it up when your feet are going into the ground. I don't think, I don't think it gave you a choice. Well, 
I, I figure it's better to have friends than enemies. Enemies are just taxing on your brain and your nerves. I, mean, I always want to fight. Friends, you can make fun times and memories with. But as you guys are rounding this up, um, you guys are all going to agree that uh, the next morning you will be setting out. And um, I think that is where we are going to call the end of Session Zero introduction into Session One, the funeral and beginnings of the journey of Dice One Adventures. So, yeah. <laughs> that was that was good guys i like that that was great like i was I, I was hoping between what you both are telling me about your characters that it was going to be interesting and um yeah we'll uh we'll have to see how the next session goes and we'll plan accordingly y'all got your supplies and everything and i've been talking to southern and i'm still in it right now so, um, yeah, that was great. So, um, is there anything that you guys wanted to plug or anything at the ending or what? Uh, yeah, uh, I have a TikTok. Uh, it is, well, it's kind of hard to spell, but it's, uh, R-U-O-K-E-A-V-E-L. I'm, I'm Rookavelle and. That is that's that's my channel or TikTok account channel. God, I'm too used to YouTube. Ah! <laughs> I also have a, a YouTube. It is the same name as my uh, as my uh, TikTok. Heaven forbid that it should be original. You know, just keeping the same <laughs> thing everywhere. What about you, Ryan? What you got? Uh, not a whole lot at the moment. <laughs> um, I do have a TikTok, but I haven't posted on it in like ages. So I got you. You know, maybe I'll start again. <laughs> well, now's a good time to start. Yeehaw. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> as for me, um, I do also have a TikTok. Um, I primarily put Call of Duty content on there because that's what I like to do. But as you can see from this podcast, I am also very, very, very into D&D. Um, and it is Raspy, R-A-S-P-Y, Screams, S-C-R-E-A-M-S. Uh, look it up on there and follow if you like or like the content that you do like. Um, I wanted to thank you all for listening to our podcast. Um, any reviews and or likes would be greatly appreciated. Um, and any suggestions on what we can do to better your experience. Um, and uh, we hope that you stick around for further content. And as always, yeah. it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. And we'll catch you guys later. Bye-bye. Later, nerds. Bye.